You're listening to Tech Talk Central. This is Vicky Kolovo for Tech Talk Central. I'm here at Battlehack in Athens, and I'll be talking with Hamilton Chapman. He's developer at Pusher. Welcome, Hamilton. Hello. Okay. Do, do they call you Hamilton? I'm sorry, I got stuck. Uh, Hamilton, Hammy, Ham, there's all sorts of things. It's quite a long name, so yeah, something shorter than Hamilton. Ham is good. Okay, I was going to say ham, but I, I was afraid it might be, you know, might not sound good. Actually, on Twitter, you are at Ham Chapman. That's how they're going to find you. So, Hamilton. Um, I was telling Hamilton that I actually prepared a lot of questions for Phil Lechador, if I pronounce the name right. Um, he's the evangelist for developer experience at Pusher. So, some of the questions are going to be quite similar. But um, Hamilton um, said he can, he can deal with it, he can cope with it. So, um, what's the purpose of coming to events like this? What is, what is Pusher and what is it trying to accomplish? Uh, I'll answer first with what is Pusher. So, Pusher is basically, it's a hosted API that lets you add real-time fun real functionality into your apps, whether they be mobile apps, web apps, stuff running on IoT devices, whatever it is. It lets you add that functionality really easily, quickly, it means you can get set up quickly. It means you don't have to worry about scaling it. So it kind of works at all stages of a product being built. Um, in terms of why we come to events, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's mainly just to kind of spread the word, but also see how people are using Pusher. So we want to get feedback on, are people actually using it the way we think? Uh, we have internal hack days ourselves. We had one recently. Uh, I think there's a blog post about it. But it, obviously, stuff we do internally is all how we envisage people using it. So coming to a hackathon and actually seeing how people are using it, it's invaluable feedback for us uh, to potentially build some of the stuff that people are either suggesting or if people are always using things slightly differently, adapt the product. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's great to be, be able to give back as well. Like Battlehack's a great, it's a great setup and we love, we love being part of it. Do you know uh, for how many how long Pusher has been going to Battle Hacks? Do you have any idea? Uh, yeah, this this is actually our, our first year doing it. So the, we um, we're sort of a global sponsor this year, but so far we've only done London and Athens is our second one. But we'll be going to I think Tokyo is the next one. Phil will in fact be going to the to Tokyo, uh, Venice, Stockholm, lo loads of the other ones as well. So since you mentioned Phil, he actually says that evangelism means preaching to others how awesome real-time web technologies are. So uh, you'll, you'll have to convince us. He's not here. So is it awesome? And give us a few case studies why it's awesome. Uh, I, I do agree with Phil. It's definitely awesome. Uh, I, I, I can kind of give a bit of story as why I joined Pusher. Uh, I went to a programming boot camp in London. Uh, and as part of that, they kind of introduced us to the idea of WebSockets. Uh, and so I was looking stuff up. They suggested Pusher as a place to see where you could get started with sort of real-time stuff. And I was like, OK, I'll give it a go. Um, and it was so easy. Like, it, it's so easy, but so powerful as well. Like, the fact that you can go on Twitter, Facebook, whatever now, and they have, I mean, they're not using uh, Pusher explicitly, but they have real-time stuff built in where it's like you can just be sitting on the page. You have a stream of data coming in. You don't have to refresh. You don't have to keep on polling their server, whatever it, whatever it might be, the data comes to you. You don't, you don't have to rely on fetching it from anywhere. So I think real-time, it, it fits far more with how people want to use 
like web apps, mobile apps, anything like that. They they don't they don't want to have to keep on searching for stuff. They want to be provided with data, new information, notifications of stuff, whatever it might be. And having easy services like Pusher to just provide real time functionality into an app is it's invaluable. Like it's it makes experiences better. I don't I mean some things rely on it uh, solely. So some games or whatever, some chat apps, obviously. But that's not always why you have to use real-time functionality. Some apps can just be uh, augmented with real-time functionality to improve them. So, yeah, but we have seen, the most cases we see when it comes to real-time um, technologies is notifications, push notifications, whatever, with chat, there's those dashboards. But is there anything else out there that can be done? Obviously, Pusher can serve for these. But what kind of other ideas should we expect to see happening? You know, what, what helpful? Where would it be helpful? Uh, it's, it's internally, and we see people using it externally. We've used it for for games, for any kind of like uh, embedded devices. So we have libraries that will run on an Arduino. You can put it on a Raspberry Pi or whatever you want. So if you've got something where users are walking around a museum and there are eye beacons that need to trigger events to a server somewhere else, whatever, you can just drop Pusher in as a sort of almost like a, a messaging bus between all the components of your your app or whatever it is that you've got, your product, basically. Um, so I think that that's definitely something that's becoming more prevalent, be, being able to just use something like Pusher where there's real-time messaging to just act as a sort of go-between, between whether it be like devices, servers, clients, client to client, whatever it is. Uh, and, and that allows it to be far more generic. You can just as I said, drop it in to almost any system and it kind of just sits there and allows you to communicate stuff in real time. Okay, so I'm guessing some of our listeners probably won't even understand the, 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 um, what a socket is, but you know, it's something in between and it helps serve real time data. So um, I was thinking that it's obvious uh, how, how much tremendous value real time technologies have for Internet of Things. And um, it's, it's funny because um, it just came to me and I was going, I'm going to make this question, this is great, you know. Uh, there's so much thing when you have real time and you can catch fires when they're going to, before they combust because the data is running in and saying something dangerous here. Or you have health issues and somebody can run and help. And then I read something that Phil has an article somewhere on there on Pusher where it says 10 predictions he made a year ago in 2014, which one of us came out. This one did come out, and I just wrote here in my comments, no-brainer, he's already written about it. But, you know, I'd like to hear you, what you've got to say, what, what kind of opportunity you see, and what kind of ideas could be implemented. Uh, well, the, sort of the Battle Hack at London was a great example of stuff that people have used, where they've used Pusher to help help with sort of IoT setup. So the team that we actually awarded our prize to and the team that won Battle Hack, uh, they're called At Risk. They basically had set up a system so... Any person you have at risk, it could be an elderly person, it could be someone who's perhaps disabled in some way, you set up triggers that sort of alert people who care about them, people who need to know whether they're all right. So it could be whether or not they've used their television. So you have a plug, uh, plug socket that notifies something that when there's power being drawn through it, potentially their television or whatever, that then triggers a pusher message to a dashboard uh, that lets the person know, oh, they're, they've just turned on the TV, so you know they're milling about the house, whatever, they're okay. It could be you have one set up, so when they leave the house, you, you, you can see, oh, they've left the house. 
you expect them back by the end of the day and then it'll, it'll notify you when they're back as well. There could be uh, an app on their phone that also periodically says, make sure you know they're still moving around town or whatever. Um, and sort of having, having Pusher set up in the middle there to just push all this data around, notify people, that's a, it's a great use case for Pusher with Internet of Things, but it just highlights the power of both, like Internet of Things in general, but also having this real-time addition to it. I think the data without being real-time is valuable, but it becomes that much more valuable when you make it available in real-time. Yeah, I was actually reading somewhere a nice article exactly about what risk at risk did. And they calculated, uh, you know, you've got an old person, your father, your mother, and you calculate how much they move around the house. So you got, uh, you got all the data. And then when you something's wrong because they're not moving so much and they're not getting off the bed, you know there's a risk and you've got to do something about it. You act yeah. about it. Okay, so take a step back and think more developer now. And what would you predict? What would you predict for the future, like in a year or two, will be hot? Uh, your personal opinion. Uh, I, th I still think real-time is only going to grow, especially with mobile obviously still exploding. Mobile is just going to get bigger and bigger. So I think, in general, having data pushed to you, whether it be through native push notifications or when you're already in-app having stuff arrive without you having to interact with it necessarily, all of that is only going to grow. Mm -hmm. uh, on a more sort of back-end side of that, I can see more companies providing real-time APIs. It's something, again, Phil's talked about mm -hmm. uh, at conferences, but I think he's blogged about it as well. Having an API that developers, developers can then hook into, which provides real-time data, whether it be through webhooks or some sort of streaming API like Twitter have, that's only going to grow as well because it allows other people to then use your app, platform, whatever, in new ways mm -hmm. which previously wouldn't have been opened up just by being able to give them that data immediately. So, yeah, it makes sense. We've got data. We're just talking about a lot of data everywhere. We've got your connection in between, so it's up to developers now to make it. Have you... Have you, well, it's, you've only been to these two events, but have you seen anything done around cars, about car connectivity? Did any team come down with such an idea? Or if you didn't see anything like that, did you see, tell us about, about some weird idea. You know, don't give out too much. But something that, you know, was really different and strange for you. Uh, I don't know if it counts as really weird or strange, but there was a, as a team, at, again, London Battlehack actually, who used Pusher to interact with lots of different mobile phones and then like an, an Apple Watch they were using. So you could have, if an event's going on and people have lots of phones that are all connected up to the service, then per, the person with the watch would be able to trigger all photos from the phones to be able to be taken at once. So you get this sort of, this moment captured from lots of different angles, lots of different uh, positions. And so you can see it, see it, well, yeah, from, from different positions, basically, all in one go. So it's just quite a, a fun one, really. Yeah, it was nice. So that was Hamilton Chapman from his developer at Pusher. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. This is Vicky Kolovo for Tech Talk Central here from Battlehack. Bye. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.